Palm Alexander for the Inner Zone Network. I want to tell you about a newest sponsor, Missouri Sports Bar and Grill. They've been in business for over 40 years. They're located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They're the new home of the XFL STL Talk Show. Give them a call, 314-202-8791 if you want a place to order. Remember, they stay open at 3 a.m., and they're going to be the home where we'll be doing our tailgate for home and away games. That is Missouri Sports Bar and Grill, located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They make you feel like at home because you are at home. Hello, it is the one and only Brendalyn Marie of Black Girls Interrupted coming to tell you about the ultimate mommy makeover giveaway. Black Girls Interrupted has collaborated with Lauren Spearman of The Bounce Back Advocate to give away the ultimate mommy's day out. We are talking about hair, nails, wardrobe styling, and then to top it off, a photo shoot and dinner with myself and Lauren. So in order to get more information about this amazing giveaway, Make sure you are following Black Girls Interrupted and The Official Lauren on Instagram. The mom must be available on February 8th all day because we are snatching her up and we will return her better than ever. So, again, Black Girls Interrupted on Instagram and The Official Lauren. Bye. It's gone and you're slipping into This is In The Zone. And I give him credit for that. But that has absolutely nothing to do with him being a head coach. That has nothing to do with him being a complete failure. That has nothing to do with him being a pompous ass. You're listening to In The Zone. City to city, state to state, worldwide. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Or at all. But it's a real good thing that Jeff Fisher was never was never part of me, Larry Fitzgerald Jr. head coach, because if he was, his numbers would look like Kenny Britt on the In the Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In the Zone Network. This is City to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to the Inner Zone Network. I'm Alexander, aka the Living Legend, KIL. One L and a kill, but kill still kill. Joining me in studio is Josh Price from the Price Check, and we're picking up where we left off. Uh, we're gonna be talking about the Western Conference, and um, you know, Josh, man, the um, fir- first off, you know the. The Lakers are currently right there in first place. And the surprising thing, when you don't take time to look at uh, the conference, and, you know, you always say, okay, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets. And if you never look, you don't have no idea who's in in what place in the conference. (laughs) Because (laughs) – because you know, people talk about the Rockets a lot, obviously because they they have a two two of the the, the most uh, explosive players in NBA history on offense, right? Oh, yeah. um, it's it's easy to talk about the Lakers because of you know Le- LeBron James and and 
you know, Anthony Davis, who, who's been playing lights out. Uh, it's easy to talk about the Clippers, uh, you know, with Doc Rivers and, 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 and Lou Williams and, of course, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Um, you know, we, we talked a lot about the Mavericks and, and Michael Porter, uh, not, not Michael Porter Jr., but that was Denver. Yeah. Michael Porter Jr. and the Mavericks. But I'm skipping to get to the Jazz. Yep. Right? I want to talk about the Jazz real quick. Yes, sir. Like right now, uh, they're second in in the Western Conference. And quite as kept, Quinn Snyder is doing a damn good job. Yes, sir. And, you know, when, when the rest of the country is asleep, Utah just keeps winning. They just <laughs> keep it going. And, you know, Quinn Snyder, another guy like Mike Budenholzer, where, you know, you don't hear a lot about them. They don't take a whole lot. You know, really the best type of coach to have where when there's a win, give all the credit to the players. If we lose a game that's on me tonight, like that's the type of coach you want, and that's definitely what Quinn Snyder is. Um, he's gotten those guys motivated, playing at a really high level. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is taking us, you know, another leap up this year. You got, uh, you know, Bogdanovich that they got from Indiana, uh, who's really, you know, taking a step up for them. Uh, Conley's been hurt, and they still have been, you know, keeping this thing rolling. So Utah is a, a sneaky good team now. What they do in the playoffs, we'll have to wait and see. True. Because, you know, True. we've seen them have their shortcomings in the past, but I do think this is a slightly different team in the past couple of years. When um, when this Utah team was, you know, put together, uh, you know, in, in the offseason, and we saw how they went out in the, in the playoffs last year. Yeah. And you always wonder, okay, what is what is it going to take for um, for the Jazz to be legit contenders? They got one of the best players, uh, one of the best defenders, one of the best rim defenders in the league in Rudy Gobert. And it looks like even with Rudy Gobert, uh, his offensive uh, repertoire is starting to expand more. Yeah. Because you know, m- m- mainly he was a guy that you didn't have, you didn't draw plays up for. Uh, whatever he got, it was off of putbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, and so now he knows, I, I think, in how they've gone out in the past couple years that in order for them to take a leap as a team, he has to be able to be a threat offensively. Like, it, it's just plain and simple. He's got to be able to do more than just rebound, kick out for threes and things like that. He has to have some type of offensive skill set. And I think he's showing that he's more comfortable taking that, you know, that load on too. Uh, which has been very helpful for them because on nights where Donovan Mitchell doesn't have it or these, you know, nights where they've been missing Mike Conley or maybe missing Bogdanovich, they do still have another guy they can go to when they really need a bucket. Donovan Mitchell, probably one of the one of the most uh, underrated um, guards in the NBA, uh, extremely explosive, mm-hmm. uh, love his story. What do you think about uh, Donovan Mitchell? He is a very talented kid um, and a guy that I believe should and will be an all-star this year. Yeah, um, that was the other thing I was going to ask. He, I mean, because he, he, I, I think he's an all-star. He's been carrying them for the better part of, you know, the regular season. And 
you know, even in that time when Mike Conley was healthy and they were struggling a little bit to get him fit in, Donovan Mitchell never skipped a beat. He was still going out, leading the team in scoring and making the plays that they needed to, uh, you know, in the times where they needed it the most. Is it safe to say he's the face of the franchise right now? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, you could say that it's Rudy Gobert, but at, at the end of the day, they live and die by what Donovan Mitchell gives them on a nightly basis. That is the voice of Josh Price. He is the host of The Price Check on the End of Zone Network. We want city to city, state to state, worldwide. So now, jumping from the Jazz to the Lakers and uh, watching a lot of them uh, lately. And I'll tell you something. Um, what I enjoy watching about the most is when Anthony Davis gets the ball in the post and he has such great ability to control the basketball. And he has great ball handling. If a lot of people don't know his story, he was a point guard when he was in high school, and then, uh, then you know, he sprouted, sprouted up in height. So handling the ball was always a strength of his. And being able to watch him catch a ball in the post on the block and then be able to square up, uh, get in a triple threat position, and then be able to break down a defender with just – just relative ease and it's just a beautiful thing to watch instead of I don't know I mean watching him jack up seven eight threes a game yeah and he's he's also another guy who's just comfortable within his own abilities and it's like just jaw dropping for me as somebody who watches a lot of Laker games uh, just seeing how comfortable he is taking bigs off the dribble but then also taking smaller guys in the post or he'll even take smaller guys off the dribble and say look I can do this too um, he just has so many different ways that he's able to score and it takes so much uh, pressure and so much workload off of LeBron to where he doesn't have to be the main guy setting up the offense they really can play through AD What do you think about Kyle Kuzma? I think that I still think he is uh, an X factor to, to a degree he has to me, I don't know. I mean, he has an abundance of potential, but he also seems like he can be a little kooky at times. Yeah, I think Kuzma, like a lot of the talk lately has been that maybe they should trade Kuzma or find somewhere to ship him where they can get a bona fide, you know, third wheel next to LeBron AD. And I just don't see where that deal presents itself. Like, Kuzma's really talented. Of course, he has his nights where he's off, but those are the you know the growing pains you have to deal with with a young guy, especially a young guy being thrown into a contingent situation like this so soon. That is the voice of Josh Price. He hosts the Price Check on the End Zone Network. So, Josh, I want to ask you, okay, when we talked about the East, and, you know, we both agree that I expect to see Milwaukee coming out of the East. If it won't be Milwaukee, then I'm predicting the, the Heat. So those are two teams, and I don't expect nobody else but them two teams. And it, it doesn't even matter how he goes from three to whatever down. Yeah. In the Western Conference, I expect to see either the Lakers or the Clippers. It's going to be either one of those two. Yeah. But something is going to happen. <laughs> but, but, but before that, what team do you really think that can – be that other team to get in the finals. I, my, my, my opinion. I want to get yours. Yeah. I think if any other team to get in outside of the Lakers and the Clippers, I think it might be the Nuggets. I, I'm torn on the Nuggets. 
<laughs> I, I really like the Nuggets, but I think when it really gets to crunch time, especially in the playoffs, it, if they're playing a team, let's say the Lakers, and it's the Western Conference Finals, probably can't rely on Jokic to go get you a bucket because Anthony Davis is guarding him. Jamal Murray has not really shown us that he's ready for that type of situation just yet. And they don't really have another go-to guy after those two to really say, okay, look, with two minutes left in the fourth quarter, I'm going to go score for us, and y'all don't have to worry about that. So I think they're still a score away. Um, If I had to choose any one team outside those two L.A. teams to be able to get to the finals and potentially win one, as much as I didn't think that I would be saying this, it probably would be Houston. And the reason is, is because if you get James Harden hot for a couple playoff series and you get Russell Westbrook hot for a playoff series or two, star power and being able to rely on your superstars is what usually gets you to a championship. But here's the thing, and, and, I, and I'm going to push back a little bit on it, yeah. right? The thing with Houston, well, let me put it in reverse a little bit. It's a Dan Tony coach team. Yep. So, um, I think recently uh, Harden had a had a one for seventeen night, and I don't know, man. I mean, listen, that's one thing. Like, you okay, have confidence. Yep. But as good as he is, taking people off the dribble. I mean, if the shot's not working, it's not working. Uh, you gotta start. I mean, but that's why at least I expect my coach. To be like, take him off the dribble because again, who can take? Who can stop him? There's nobody that can defend him. He gets he gets more free throw attempts than a big man would. So that's the one thing about Houston. That's why. Um, and right now, I mean, they currently they 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 currently sitting uh, at six. Yeah. And uh, they're basically tied with Dallas, and that's that's and Dallas is at five. And Dallas is good. Dallas and, is really and, good. And they just added some more athleticism, some more height with Willie uh, Carnstein. Yeah, so – and they needed to make that move because I believe the White Pal got hurt. He's out for the yeah, rest of the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. So they needed that other, you know, presence on defense to protect the rim and things like that and, you know, also give them some you know, rebound and things in the post. But Dallas – Man, Luca, it <laughs> twenty nine points, nine rebounds, nine assists a game at twenty years old. I don't, I've never like I. Granted, I've I've not been seen you know on Earth for thirty years yet. <laughs> I, I'm getting close, but I, I haven't quite been here thirty years yet. But in all of my years watching basketball, it's not been that long. But at the same time, I've never seen anybody this young, this good, this fast. Like, no, we saw it with LeBron and the size of that, but he still wasn't giving us twenty nine nine and nine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's freakish. It, it's crazy, and he's. I think the thing that I struggle with with Luca is wrapping my head around the fact that he's not doing this by like driving past guys and just dunking on them or being unstoppable at getting to the rim or you know being super flashy. He just there's so many good moves that he has in his arsenal that you don't know what to be prepared for. He got a high basketball IQ. and Extremely high. And a lot of guys, you know, going into that draft, if we look back on, of course, hindsight 2020, everybody would probably say, yeah, Lucas should have went first. When the draft was happening and Phoenix had the number one pick, 
people forget that the coach that they hired, Igor Kokoskov, or whatever, that they've since fired and brought in Monty Williams to replace, was the coach that Luka Doncic played with for the Serbian national team. You bring in a coach like that, but you don't pick the player, you've done something wrong. You've done a disservice to yourself. I would. I am scared of the idea of what Phoenix could have had with Devin Booker on one wing and Luka Doncic on the other. And then Kelly and Rubin. And <laughs> like, what defenders are you throwing at them on a nightly basis that you're supposed to be able to stop them with? I don't. I don't know one team that has that. Maybe the Clippers, I guess. But that would have been crazy yeah. to have. And oh, seeing man. what Luka's is doing oh, in Dallas. It, like and, they, and then they got Przingis on top of that. And, he's, and, he's and they've been well. able to ease him back in. Like, yeah. they haven't had to put no pressure on him. Yes, he still had his, you know, couple other, you know, smaller, you know, nagging injuries so far this year. But they've, you know, kind of hit the ground running with this Porzingis and, and Luka combo, man. I'm really excited to see what they're able to build down there. How surprised are you with the Oklahoma City Thunder? They, they are playing well. I mean, they're currently eight games over 500. Um Recently, Chris Paul was was at, was asked, or "Are you looking to get traded? Do you want to get traded?" He's like, you know, hell no. no. Like, but do you do you think that okay, he, he's liking the situation here, or is it you know the forty four point two million that you know I know you may I don't know if you want to talk about securing a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean because that's a hell of a bag to secure yeah, right he, there. He, because if. He's not trying to give up that 44.2 mil because he's going to get all of that if he stays with OKC. Oh, yeah. He wants to get all of his money. But if we if we go back and think on it, this is the first time he's really been able to be in an offense that truly runs and operates around him since he was playing for the Hornets before they became the Pelicans. Like So he got traded to the Clippers, and it was all about Lob City. But if you go back and look at those teams, Blake Griffin – wanted to do a lot more ball handling than what he got the opportunity to do. And that kind of messed with the offense a little bit. He goes to Houston where everything is revolving around James Harden. This is really the first time he's been in a situation where things are about him in a while. And I think that's probably a welcome he, idea he, for man, him. He looks like he's playing free. And he's another having, guy that should be on the all-star team right there. Like He's, oh, yeah, hell he's yeah. putting up some of the best numbers and some of the best games I've seen him put up in a long, long time. And I'm actually happy to see him playing well because I thought – he was going to get traded before he even got a chance to put an Oklahoma City uniform on. And you know what? He hurry up and put any rumors to bed that he was just looking for this to be a stop so he can go to a, a team just to pick up a ring. Uh, you know, to me, it says a, a little bit about his character, too, as well, you yeah. know. I, I think Chris Ball is, you know, ultimate professional. We've seen that year in and year out of his career. Um, and big shout out also to Billy Donovan, man. I know we talked a little bit in the Eastern Conference part of this about, you know, Coach Bud for the Bucks potentially being Coach of the Year. And he's definitely got his case. But I also think Billy Donovan has a, a real case for being Coach of the Year. And the type of rumors that were going around that team, you know, before the season started, maybe they're going to trade Chris Paul. Maybe they're going to trade Steven Adams. Are they going to keep Gallinari? Should they just rebuild and he has them comfortably in the playoff hunt, um, you know, in the seventh seed right now and, and could potentially even move up even further. That's the voice of Josh Price. He hosts the Price Check on the End of Zone Network. I'm uh, actually about one more thing before I let you go. I know you are getting ready to do your show. I appreciate you uh, doing this hit for me. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the Blazers before we go. And, yes, sir. Uh, 
they they they've added uh, Trevor Reza uh, recently, and you know, and I know he's still getting himself acclimated. What do you think that addition is going to do for the Blazers? I I think they needed wing help. I think they needed another veteran presence, but I, I honestly, I still don't see them making the playoffs this year. Um, and it may just, you know, it may just be how the cars fall from them getting out the gates a little bit slower. Um, Melo has been great for them, you know, as quiet as it's been kept. I know a lot of the buzz around it at first was would he fit in, would he take, you know, a step back and try to fit in with a team, and he's done all of those things. Uh, Dame has balled night in and night out. I just don't think they have enough right now. Um, and they've just been hit by so many injuries. They got Zach Collins out. Nurkic is still recovering from the broken leg. And I think the absence of a true, you know, rim protector and post presence is what's hurting them. Whiteside has been fine. He's been serviceable. Um, but they, they still are pieces away. And even if they got to the playoffs right now in the Western Conference, I wouldn't want to be the AC and, and having to see LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the first round. Yeah, so. you yeah you wouldn't want to be uh, six, seven, <laughs> right, eight. <laughs> <right>. So <laughs> and, and it might be a thing for them where they benefit from you know taking their lumps this year, kind of like how Golden State is taking their lumps, getting this you know lottery pick, and maybe being able to use that with some of the other contracts that they have to make another roster move. That's not available to him. Right what are your thoughts on Gary Trent Jr.? He's um, he's definitely making a case for more playing time yeah. uh, with them. He uh, he's he's been uh, somebody that's been knocking down his fair share of perimeter shots. And I don't know, man. I, I, they they are an interesting team, but I do think they are some players a player two way. But if everyone was healthy, I think they'd be. I think no, I I would pretty much say they'd be a, they'd be a playoff team. I think they'd be a little bit further up than they are now. If I think if everyone was healthy, yes. Yeah, so if you have a healthy Nurkic, I think that at least puts them in the eighth spot. Um, and then having Nurkic and Collins, I think they'd be in somewhere in that six, seven, or eight range. Yeah, I would say uh, no higher than six. Yeah, and, and that would be fine for them. Now, granted, they will probably tell you that that would be a disappointment <laughs> seeing as how they were in the Western Conference Finals last year. But um, – I think at some point, and I know they kind of get tired of this and the conversation gets a little old, but maybe you do eventually start thinking about splitting up Dame and CJ. It, because while they are a great duo and play well together, the ceiling on that team is but so high because you're relying on two undersized guards to take you to the promised land. That's, we've seen one undersized guard be a struggle. Two is almost impossible. The last time when you saw a team with two guards, I would say under 6-5 that stayed together, was dominant, and won championships was Isaiah and Joe Dumars with the right. Pistons. And that's, at this point, what, at least 30 years ago now? Yeah. So... You know, while it's fun and, and, you know, you also have to think about the business side of this, too. They've got to sell tickets. they got to, you know, make a fan base. Be and, and they, and be they did make the, the right financial thing. commitment to, uh, to CJ, too. Right. You know? So, you know, they've got they've got that money allocated to those two already. Dame's not going anywhere. We no. know that. So it's more about do they decide to move CJ and what you could actually get for CJ. 
uh, which maybe they've had those talks with other teams, you know, behind the scenes and seen that the return isn't worth, you know, what they would be giving up. But I think that's something that they may have to explore if they really want to try to get themselves into a championship conversation. All right, Josh Price, thank you so much for uh, joining me on the End of Zone show. Tell people about the best way to keep up with you and everything that you're doing talking NBA and WNBA. Yes, sir. So, um, Illmatic underscore three on Twitter, Illmatic three no underscore on Instagram. Um, soon enough, we'll be helping the End of Zone Network with some combination of price check and in the zone website. So I know all of us and I have kind of been in conversation about that. So like that. all of that is coming soon, man. But until then, like I said, Illmatic underscore three on Twitter, Illmatic three, no underscore on Instagram. All right. Thank you so much. That is Josh Price, the host of the price check. We're going city to city, state to state worldwide. Just listen to in the zone. And this is the network. Hey, this is Ashley Wright of the Sports with Ashley podcast. If you're a fan of the In the Zone network like me, you need to get your hands on some network gear from our online store. We got t-shirts, hoodies, bags, towels, and more. It's all here for you, our In the Zone fan. So get your hands on the latest gear at the In the Zone network online store. Remember, your order is 100% backed by Teespring Satisfaction Guarantee. Go online today at teespring.com slash in-the-zone-network. This is In The Zone. Corn. Cardboard. Ass splinters. More corn. Blossom. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah! Things Fred Rogan would say. Things Sam Kroenke would say. Yes! On the In The Zone Network. Pop Alexander for the In The Zone Network. I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, Missouri Sports Bar and Grill. They've been in business for over 40 years. They're located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They're the new home of the XFL STL Talk Show. Give them a call, 314-202-8791 if you want to place an order. Remember, they stay open at 3 a.m., and they're going to be the home where we'll be doing our tailgate for home and away games. That is Missouri Sports Bar and Grill, located at 701 Tucker Boulevard. They make you feel like at home because you are at home.